What's happening, everybody? My name is Julius. And I'm Angel. Angel, we've been doing the DC monthly discussions for near a year at this point. Coming up to a year. So it makes sense to conclude the first year, the first phase, if you will, of these discussions, talking about the main team of the DC Universe, mm. the Justice League. Yes. Now, when it comes to the Justice League, I think they have some sort of status, you know, preset status, that they are the, the golden standard for superhero teams. Definitely. I think in comics that's true. In these cartoons it's true. In the movies... What should have been. <laughs> not so much. What should have been. You right. know, look, the Justice League are the superhero team. Right. They're filled with A-list characters, without question. Right. And the Avengers, pre this Marvel Cinematic Universe, were a B-team. I would say. No. They Justice were A in Marvel standards. Yes. But when it came to cult, you know, pop culture, yeah. Justice League took it on before them. Totally. Like, you didn't have emblem shirts of each member from, you know, the, the Avengers. You have that for the Justice League. They're on a whole nother level. Right. So, they are the team to... You know, be inspired by. So then, what the hell is going on in these movies, <laughs> then, man? We got the Justice League film back in 2017, I think it was. Yeah, it was 2017. Uh, see, I'm already all mixed up on this shit. See, that movie, it wasn't even really a movie in the final product. Mm -hmm. It was a cluster F. <laughs> you know, like the movie. Obviously, it was bu being built up. It was directed by. Zack Snyder, primarily, right. in the beginning. And then something happened where... what? what how would you describe what happened with the pre-production, the production, and the aftermath of Justice League? I think the best way to put it is it felt like a mess. Right. It felt like... You know, and it's not to the fault of, like, somebody's vision. I would feel like... Because there was backstory to what happened on set. You know, Zack Snyder did suffer through a tragedy, and that's right. horrific, and I'm... I'm sorry about what happened to him, you know, like no one should ever have to go through what, what he did. And so Warner brothers ended up hiring Joss Whedon to finish up his product, finish his product. Yeah. And also change the vision to kind of realign itself with something that they recognize that audiences have fallen in love with, which is the work that the MCU has done in terms of adapting their characters, adapting the stories to, kind of appeal to not just comic book fans, but also general movie audiences as well. Right. I mean, look at Captain Marvel, look at Black Panther. They don't just work as comic book movies, they work as movies themselves, and that's why they're billion-dollar products. Right. So, I mean, it, to me, that's only it's only facts. It's mm -hmm. facts that they wanted Joss Whedon, someone who's worked on Avengers, the, Avengers Age yeah. of Ultron. Some of the biggest films of Marvel. Exactly. Of comic book Some movies. of the biggest risks of yeah. to invest your money into a movie. You know yeah. what I mean? Like the idea of an Avengers, it's it's insanity. So Yeah, nothing like that had ever happened beforehand. It's clear to me that Warner Brothers was not happy with Zack Snyder's vision or they, they wanted to change the course of their direction. Right. Ultimately. And yeah. that's why you hire somebody like Joss Whedon. He He's nothing like Zack Snyder. In no, terms they're of very different filmmaking directors. writers. Yeah, uh, absolutely. Creators, completely different. You yeah. know, Zack Snyder has his own thing going for him. You can recognize when you watch the Joss Whedon film. Yeah, you put those together, 
you get the product of what we saw, which was Justice League, which was just a clash of two visions that did not fit whatsoever, and it was just so distracting. And this is coming from fans, me and you, right? Who grew up on Justice League, who grew up on Superman the animated series, Batman, Batman. the animated series, Batman Beyond, you know, Justice League, Justice League Unlimited. You've read the comics mm-hmm. and stuff, you know. We love the first Superman movie to death. We like, saw it in the theater <laughs> in December for the 40th anniversary. One of the best it's, movies it of all It started with uh, the Adventures of Superman cartoon yeah. from uh, the 50s. Yeah. You know? So that just shows how lasting these characters are. Uh, the the totally. main thing about Justice League right now, the status, I think the main word is uh, potential mm-hmm. and squandered. Squandered potential. Yeah. You know? Because... I understand that people like these films. You know, people mm-hmm. like people love Man of Steel. People love Batman versus Superman. I don't because I think that the fact that it only carries one tone, uh, one overarching tone that doesn't fit with the main characters, mm-hmm. like Superman, where he, he, there are lines where he just says, uh, "Screw it," you know, like forget this world. Yes. You know, you don't have to believe. You sh- you shouldn't believe anything in this world. You know, I- I've said on plenty of podcasts, and so have you. I don't like that, you know, especially with someone like Superman. Yeah. Uh, when your next film chronologically it, with these characters' stories is Justice League, mm-hmm. the film where they get together, you know, um, it just doesn't work thematically, I don't think. The issue with this whole Zack Snyder thing and the divisiveness towards DC, it's... In terms of tone? In terms of just the movies in general, mm-hmm. like, we care Right. Which is why we criticize what we don't like, right? Yeah. Never have we said we don't like Zack Snyder. There's no reason to dislike him. We don't know him. You yeah. Know, there there are movies that we don't that enjoy. We, that we don't enjoy. Right. There are movies from him that we love. Like, I love 300. I love Watchmen. Like, I could watch those all day for me. And visually, his movies are appealing. They, they just are. You know, for aesthetic reasons, I like watching them. Like, I could watch it without the dialogue and stuff or whatever. But... When it comes to like Man of Steel or, or or BVS, there are certain directions that he took in which I did not agree with or they just did not connect with me on an emotional level. That's yeah. it. But it's it's because I care about the characters. That's right. what a lot of people misunderstand. If I didn't care about DC, I would ignore it. Who, I, who like, would I, be even talking about nobody it? Nobody would be talking about it. That's <laughs> the thing. Yeah. No one would be talking about it. And what a lot of DC fans or what a lot of these Zack Snyder fans don't understand is or they don't want to realize the actual truth is that, that there are actually probably some Marvel fans, mm-hmm. probably most of them, that actually care about the well-being of the DC franchise Absolutely. more than they do. And Absolutely. those Mar- those Marvel fans would be more excited. Those fans of DC would be more excited yeah. to actually see the success of these A-list heroes, these heroes who have inspired us since almost birth. Right. You know, with Superman going back to the 40s, we would show up there before an MCU movie. Well, another and that's the truth. yeah, another truth, a part of that is that the people working at Marvel that like you don't think they'd go to see a Justice League film yeah. or or if DC took the the Marvel uh template, right? Mm-hmm. They said, "Okay, let's actually do it right." Because uh, I know a lot of people say, "Oh, well, they don't want to copy Marvel. They don't want to do things like Marvel. They want to be different from Marvel." Your characters are different from mm-hmm. Marvel, all right. The structure is smart and intelligent. It yeah. gets people invested. It makes movies, certain movies, worth the wait of ten years. Endgame. I mean, you you're not gonna get 
That's why I thought it was so weird when people were saying, what are you more excited for, Justice League or Infinity War? <laughs> like, <laughs> what are you talking about? Those are two completely different films. Anyone who says Justice League, it's like, okay, either you, you don't you don't have taste, or two, you just I think you're just lying to yourself on a certain level mm-hmm. because they're so different. Like, the excitement, the math behind each film is so different. Mm-hmm. You think Man of Steel and Batman versus Superman equate to the amount of films that were leading up to Infinity Infinity War alone. Yeah. I didn't even mention Endgame, you know? I'm talking about two things that are more similar to each other, you know? Or, yeah. or closer to each other. Uh, I think that if DC took that template, uh, I mean, I'd be cool with that. Yeah. Who'd, who'd be comparing Marvel? We'd be getting good movies in a good... Uh, way of doing it. Look, Thor three made more than Justice League, which to me I would have never have believed. You know, and it's not because these MC movies have brainwashed us. Like, no, there's no way you earn that stuff. Right, you earn that. You earn your audience. You Do don't buy your say, audience. It's, it's crazy. Well, I know that there's the whole Marvel fanboy mentality, mm-hmm. and I've seen that in yeah. person. But Th- there's I, that mentality in every fandom. Absolutely. In the Snyder Cut fandom. Yeah. I mean, there is, you know, uh, that's actually one thing I want to talk because you can hear in our tone <laughs> the way we feel about the film. Well, I just but, also wanted to mention before we moved on, like, right. Kevin Feige has gone on record saying that Christopher Reeves' Superman film is like his yes. favorite superhero movie of all time. And they watch it before starting any movie they do. Yeah. And they like, said that you can see the influence in their superhero movies. Yes. So... Like, what does that tell you? Like, a lot of these fans, they got to rewatch that Superman film or, you know, 1989 Batman. Oh, hey, or- that's another thing. Hey, that's another thing right there. The whole Christopher Reeve Superman mm-hmm. does not hold up argument. Ugh. That's, that boils my, that, that, that grinds my gears, yeah. all right? That's that's a nasty statement. Man. Ridiculous. I've heard people like John Campia say this. I've heard people like, uh, I don't know. I mean, that's the only guy I can remember. But I've seen it before, you know? I've talked to people in person. It's like, oh, well, it's just a stereotype. It doesn't hold up. Uh, I mean, what is Captain America, right? Yeah. Like, other than a modern-day Christopher Reeve, mm-hmm. you know? He has that personality he has gotten dark at his moments but he has wit he has a uh, certain class to yeah. his films he's literally from the 40s <laughs> he's from the 40s <laughs> yeah exactly he's from that era yeah. so to tell me that a christopher Re- and i'm not saying bring in the cheesy elements from those films because there's there's cheesy shit in the original christopher reeve superman films mm-hmm. of course there are i love the cheese cheese tastes good shit i mean what you lactose but <laughs> the thing the thing is you can bring in that personality you don't have to bring in a a, a superman who spins the earth the other way you know mm-hmm. that's corny of its time comic book type stuff but you can adapt that type of personality that type of hope lack of cynicism you know that's such a cynical comment saying oh christopher reeve can't work into the modern age it's like you have no hope in the modern age then that doesn't exist for you that's the issue with today's world is i feel like most of the world is cynical now and um when they think of superman it's looked down upon it's why we're kind of like um that's dated or yeah uh, he's too perfect it's an archetype you know it's why people kind of lean towards batman a lot more but yeah i'm no, I'm definitely more on that Superman. Like, I, I want to go towards the light. I want to be more optimistic. I want to be well, right, right. hopeful, you know. And but they work 
they play off each other for totally, that reason. Yeah. That's why we love Batman for the way he balances of off against Superman. Totally. And, and vice versa. You know, yeah. you can love Batman and Superman. It's like the left and right side of your brain. Totally. But I mean, it's not. It's so weird that we had a whole trilogy of great Batman films that had way more hope than Man of Steel. Yeah. You know, and the only other Superman film at the time that we had was Superman Returns, mm-hmm. which I think is not terrible. I think it's all right. You know, there are parts about it that I don't like, but it at least tried to achieve the hope feeling way more than something like Man of Seal, mm-hmm. or the Superman that people claim, the Snyder Superman that people claim is the ultimate version, the best version of the character, that I, I just, no, he's not. He's not written that way, he's not performed that way, he's not directed that way, to be the ultimate one. Why mm-hmm. Why? Why is he the ultimate Superman for people, you know? I don't know. Because he punches shit? I don't know. Because he's fast? Because he has powers? Because he looks good in the suit? I mean, why? I, I, don't, I don't see any real evidence to suggest why this dude would be Superman for people. I'm not sure. The only thing I could think about is like, maybe they find him to be relatable or something because he, he go, there's, there's so much going on around him and he doesn't know really what to do or how to process it. And plus to me, that's not yeah. like how Superman responds to situations. Right. Like, but this is a cynical take on the character. Yeah. Uh, until what we got in justice league where they did push the Christopher Reeve, uh, Superman. Yeah. Which to me, still didn't work because it, right. it i know i knew where this i knew how this superman started you know like this yeah. was Zack how Snyder's we continued superman. yeah exactly yeah. and i just didn't believe the transformation like it it, it just doesn't work you know no. Zack Snyder chose henry cavill for his take on the character right and henry cavill didn't sign up for that that version of of superman to be this hopeful optimistic loving charming you know, Superman, like, right. I get everyone thinks that Henry Cavill is handsome and stuff. And, right. You know, he looks like Superman. He looks like Superman, right. but, but there, you got, there's more to it than the aesthetic. Yeah. You know, that's, and, and that soul's got to be there. Right. And Zack Snyder's films, I mean, there are some that you love, right? I understand mm. that, but they, the main thing, the driving element in them, I think is the aesthetic, mm-hmm. the look. You know, I think that's the, for all of them, I think that's the main force. I think Zack Snyder, because he's a very good, also, let me give him some credit as an artist. He's a very good photographer. Mm -hmm. He has a very good eye for imagery and stuff. You know, I think that is really important. You know, back, years back when, uh, I don't even know what movie was coming out, uh, Robert and you and I would talk about the cinematography and something like Man of Steel. We'd argue about it. Uh, and no, there are very great, beautiful shots in Man of Steel. But oh, yeah. this is a storytelling medium. We're not just taking pictures out here, right? We're telling a story. You know, we're shooting shooting things to grab emotion. And uh, you know what? Though there might be some amazing shots in Man of Steel, they lack substance. It's that style versus stu- substance argument. Mm-hmm. You know, and I think that's the main driving force. In at least, I know you might disagree. In, some films that you love, but at least in the DCEU stuff that Zack Snyder has done, mm-hmm. I think that's the driving force, you know? Yeah. Because if, like, there's more attention to that than I think in script, mm-hmm. in narrative, you know? And I know we're focusing a lot on Superman right now, but, like, Superman ideally is the heart of the Justice League. That, that's what I'm saying. Like, I, <laughs> I, I don't care to see anything with the Justice League if they don't get Superman right. And to me, they haven't gotten him right. Or to me, they haven't gotten him to a point where I'm like, I can get behind this guy and this guy makes me feel 
Safe. You know, safe, better. Yeah. Yeah. He's my friend, you know, like. Looks depressed. I don't feel that. Right. I feel, um, like I need to come to his rescue. You know what I mean? Right. You, like, <laughs> and what the hell does that say, man? <laughs> I think that's sad. But, um, we, we went on that whole Superman tirade, but what, back to the main point, mm-hmm. what do you think about the whole conflict, the controversy of the Snyder cut? It's like a big thing right now. Yeah, it's like this huge cult phenomenon. Right. And um, I, I, I'm someone who, if I don't hear Zack Snyder say, I have a Snyder cut, then I'm not going to believe anything that comes out. I'm not going to believe reports. I'm not going to believe somebody who says they've heard a rumor or whatever. But apparently there was this video of Zack Snyder like talking to a fan or, or something. And he says, like, yeah, I have like a cut or something. It's unfinished. And that was that same day where he was like, Heroes kill. Wake the f Wake up. Wake the f you know? up. Yeah. Um, so he was drunk during that whole thing. That's what I heard. Um, <laughs> that he was drinking. So I don't know. I don't know if he was just <laughs> that kryptonite drink. <laughs> I don't know if he was just saying it or not. But um, I would take his word with a grain of salt because, from my understanding, from the reports, and this is from the reports that have come from Warner Brothers and, and the production, is he wasn't able to finish his movie because of the tragedy that happened and it makes sense with the timeline that he wouldn't have time to finish the whole thing how could he with with that going on during that time right so joss whedon had to come in and finish it up and do reshoots and uh, readjust and everything so i don't understand i don't i don't i don't know when snyder would have had that time to like make a whole different film make a whole movie yeah um from beginning to end finish it finish all the cuts and stuff and and the visual effects so i don't know um but you know, Warner Brothers might be working with Snyder now to to make something to allow him to finish things, and they'll probably put out a Snyder cut. The 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 man is huge right now, so. And he's been posting a lot of stuff about regarding a Snyder cut or yeah. something. I mean, I don't honestly, I don't care about a Snyder cut. Me, uh, mainly because they released the film already. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's canon, right? I mean that that happened, and they had movies ever since. Uh, that have referenced what happened in that film. For a Snyder cut, wouldn't change anything for me, at least uh, in terms of continuity. I, at least for me, right? Mm-hmm. Unless they changed something, they said, "Oh yeah, well this is the actual film." Oh, what about Aquaman? You know, what about Shazam? Mm-hmm. You know, what about this whole lighter tone that you're shifting your your company towards? You know, what what does a Snyder cut do other than please some people and raise more arguments? You know. I think that's all that would happen. And plus, I mean, do you, do you even really think the Snyder Cut would be all that good with everything that came out about it? Like everything that was reported that would be in it? Well, I don't think the movie would be that great in the first place, you know? But then again, I'm someone who wasn't a fan of Man of Steel. Someone who, who was not a fan of Batman versus Superman. Like people are ready to defend a movie, a cut of a film that they haven't even seen yet. They don't know the specificities about it. They don't know uh, the main themes of it. They haven't watched anything of it, you know? Yeah. And they're just ready to go to death over it. Mm -hmm. And I think that's ridiculous. You're right. That's cult shit, you know? Yeah. Like, who is this guy? You know? (laughs) Who is this guy? I don't know, but, like, it's it's something bizarre, like... Bizarro. (laughs) Yeah, bizarro. I don't know what it is. Like, I... I've, I've thought about it so long. I don't know what it is about him that makes people like want to go to war over right. a product that he hasn't even created yet or whatever. Like they're, they're excited for his next film and are already calling 
his next film a masterpiece you know without even seeing it and stuff and I don't know where that comes from, you know, and, and, and it's a lack of intelligence. Okay. That's what it is. Because when you're saying shit, like that's some flatter shit. All right. <laughs> that, I'm telling you, it is honestly, they're talking about something without any sort of perspective. They're, they're putting themselves in a corner automatically. Yeah. I don't even know what the title of the next film that he's doing is. I'm not going to tell you it's a masterpiece or I'm not even going to tell you that it's complete shit. Right. Yeah. Cause I haven't seen it. Or I haven't watched. I it. hate you because you don't support Snyder. You yeah, know, man, I'll like, kill you. I, I support these characters. Shouldn't that be enough? Yeah. You know, like I love Superman. I love the original Richard Donner film. Yeah, shouldn't that be enough? Who gives a <laughs> fuck? Who who's making the movie? You know? Yeah. It's not like no one was saying that shit when the Russo brothers came in to take over Captain America over Joe Johnston who did the first Avenger. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like what Johnston? He's not doing Winter Soldier. What yeah. the hell? What? Like, what the hell? No yeah. one, no one, people should have said that shit about Thor The Dark World because Kenneth Branagh is a, a badass director mm-hmm. and he did an amazing job in the first Thor film, you know? No one said that shit about Joss Whedon in, in the uh, Infinity War, you know? Mm-hmm. No one said that type of shit. So that's what I'm saying. I don't understand why there is such a. I think they've. Tr- that the. Not Z- Snyder himself because I think he's just trying to make the movies he wants to make. Yeah. But I think that that whole idea, the the atmosphere, I think it's tricked people into thinking that if I don't like the shit, I'm not smart or I'm not perceived to be smart, which is yeah. much worse. I, then, you know, because they frame it, the, the, the filmmakers themselves frame, oh, yeah, we have this very deep layered story. It's very intelligent. Like Ben Affleck, I think at a comic con said, oh, I was trying to understand the story, but it's like it was so much more smarter than me. He said something like that, you know, so that automatically puts people in some sort of perspective thing right. where they're like, oh, shit, I, I got to I have to at least pretend that I get it, mm-hmm. even though in reality, there's not much to get, you yeah. know. The movie was a fucking mess. Yeah. I'm sorry. It doesn't make sense for people who really loved BVS or Man of Steel and right. say, Christopher Reeves' Superman movie doesn't work, and then they're there loving Shazam. Like, right. What, what is sense. that? That's Dude, that's a modern day Shazam. Or Captain America, even. Or Aquaman. <laughs> yeah. Or like, any of the Wonder Woman. Yeah. So that, to me, tells me that it's it's strictly behind... It, it's strictly this, like... I will go to death to protect Snyder or whatever. And right. Anything I feel towards. And we're talking about the stuff. extremists mainly. Yeah. We're talking about the people who will be like, fuck you. I like the movie. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? What I would love is to have like a conversation with somebody who supports Snyder that much. Or Absolutely. And be like, what did you like about Man of Steel? Right. What did you not like about Man of Steel? Uh, you know, what, what level ground can we agree on and stuff? Right. We have to be reasonable but, but, about but this. But that doesn't happen. It doesn't no. happen. It, it's it's very discouraging and stuff. It's and, Fury Road out there. But that's what I'm saying. Like I, I, I just don't understand it. And like <laughs> behave the way that Superman would want you to behave. Right. And that behavior is not displayed. Well, they're not thinking about Superman. They're thinking about Zack Snyder. They're thinking about the wrong S. That's that's, that's right. They're thinking about Snyder, not Superman. <laughs> or House of L. You know, they're yeah. not thinking about that shit, Angel. They're, that's what I'm saying. A lot of the people who say this shit... That ties into what I'm saying about Superman. Mm-hmm. Once again, Justice League podcast. Superman's the reason Justice League works. And, okay? and just to reiterate, I, like, well, we, just before I just need to make this point. I'm sorry. <laughs> okay. <laughs> shit, I forgot the point. <laughs> Wait, no, it was about Superman and how people say he doesn't work and shit. Mm-hmm. Um, I read this book 
it was a comic book of Superman. I forgot what it was called, but it was written by Richard Donner. And it was incredible. No way. Yeah, no, I forgot the name of the book, but it was it was a, a modern day take on Superman, mm-hmm. where Richard Donner wrote, you know, everything. It stuck to the themes of the original films, and not like I'm some sort of purist, right? Like, uh, like it's either original or nothing new. <laughs> That's obviously not the case. I like these new Marvel movies. I like I like Shazam and Aquaman and Wonder Woman. Um, but what I'm saying is that it got a feeling from me that. These Superman, the films themselves, these big budget, multi million dollar films have not gotten mm-hmm. hope, you know, sacrifice, actual, you know, stakes and emotional value. Yeah. And, you know, I think that if a comic book by Richard freaking Donner mm-hmm. can do this, right? I don't understand how a movie, a big ass movie, couldn't do it. I'll never forget what my. My girlfriend, Luciana, said when, when – and this was her first time when we watched Superman the movie for the 40th anniversary in theaters. In December. In December. Right. Within the first five, ten minutes when uh, Clark is talking to the girl from high school on the football field. Lana. Lana. Yeah. She goes, I love him. And it's like, <laughs> yeah, like I love him too. Yeah. Like there's just, there's just something about that movie where you're just like, God, like I'm seeing just a, a, a pure person. Yeah, like on the screen. And what did she say <laughs> when you were watching Man of Steel? Um, did she say anything like that or I, anything I don't, at all? I don't think we've watched Man of Steel together. Oh, okay. actually, um, I watched Man of Steel before I was with her. Right. Uh, this was 2013 of of that summer, and I remember being so excited. Yeah, for, so was I for Man of Steel. Superman is up there, right. for me with Spider Man, like head to head. So, like, I, I want to see. I just I just want to feel that connection again. Yeah. With Superman, like I liked some of the things of Man of Steel, but for the, for the majority, Snyder's take just wasn't. I, I just wasn't completely all there with it. It know? wasn't, and it's Superman. not because I hate Snyder or whatever. No, like you I like, love Watchmen. I love Watchmen. You love Three Hundred. I love Three Hundred. I love Army of the Dead. Um. Or is it Dawn of the Dead? Dawn of the Dead, sorry, yeah. Army of the Dead. <laughs> don't is, don't is, talk is, about Army of the Dead. <laughs> I think Army of the Dead is his next zombie film. But uh, yeah, I love three of his movies. I would consider those masterpieces and can have conversations. Like me and you have had conversations about Watchmen. Yeah. You don't like Watchmen. I do. <laughs> We've talked about it. You know, we don't hate each other, want to slit each other's throats. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, I'm not like Dr. Manhattan. Leave me alone! You know, like... <laughs> Like I'm, I'm just standing outside. It's like, oh, I understand. <laughs> you know, like I like him. Like I, right. I yeah. like him. Like I have no reason to dislike him. I just feel weird about some of the decisions he's made as, as a storyteller when it comes to the character of Superman. Right. You know, the the man who dreams, the man who flies, the man who gives hope. Everything. Would do anything not to kill. Right. Would do anything. You know, he has would find all, a way. Yeah. He uses yeah. all the power. He has all the power in the world. But probably wouldn't even use it if he didn't have to. You That's know? what I'm saying. I don't know how us, like, I know what you're referencing. You're referencing when he zapped, uh, zapped yeah. S- saw Zod's neck. Mm-hmm. Son of a bitch. And um, I think the problem is if I can think of, like, ten other ways he could have beat Zod other than snapping his neck, mm-hmm. Superman could have. Yeah. And, you know, Zod's neck, that, that wasn't a moment where it was like, that was a make it or break it for me. Like at first I was like, Snap it, "Oh my god!" Like, I'm what? like, "Yeah, what did <laughs> Superman do?" And, but like, 
thinking about it, like I can get behind that. Like I, I, I can, can I you can. know, but I've, I, feel I would have like preferred it. I just think that's that's <laughs> that's some super. That's some <laughs> yeah. That's Ultraman, you know. That's some Watchmen type shit. That's not Superman. Like Superman shouldn't be. That's like Spider Man fucking ripping fools' dicks off, you know. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's just out of character. It doesn't work. You know, could have just freezed his fucking eyes. You know, like could have just. You know, I guess snap his dick off. Could have bright burned him with yeah, his yeah. Vision. <laughs> Lobotomized his ass. Yeah. You know, Superman does that. Last resort. The last resort is him lobotomizing someone. You yeah. know, not snapping a neck. Yeah, I think I don't know, but uh, it, it, it yeah. Let, let's 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 move on because we can. We, we already did the Superman episode. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the Justice League. Mm-hmm. Now let's talk about the team that we ended up with in the film. We had Batman, uh, Wonder Woman, Aquaman, The Flash, and Cyborg, and then eventually Superman came back. That was the team we had fighting off Steppenwolf and the Parademons. Mm-hmm. And how did you feel about seeing that? Uh, I, I mean, again, it was just, it, it looked, it looked pretty and it looked, time, it I mean. looked, yeah, at times and it was like, oh, cool. They're cool to look at. But, um, again, I didn't really care about any of the stakes or anything cause they didn't feel set up properly. Everything yeah. felt rushed. There's no way, there's no better way to say it. Like it felt rushed. It felt like a mess. I never felt in danger and it kind of it was underwhelming to see that it pretty much took the resurrection of Superman to kind of save the day. The Justice League is a team, and I felt like that's a core theme that should be expressed. When you work as a team, you can accomplish wonders. You don't just rely on the MVP to yeah. They literally take care of everything. They literally brought him back <laughs> to fix everything. Yeah, you like, know, you literally have the Flash right. on your on your on your team, you know what I mean? Right. Somebody who's arguably faster than Superman, but yeah. I like to believe Superman's faster, but kind Flying. of just, Yeah. Yeah. Um you literally have the Flash and the Flash is like you know, we gotta get Superman back, you know, like <laughs> No, like be confident in yourself. Right. Be a hero. Um I don't think Batman would resort to that. It, ideally, yeah. I don't think Batman would resort to saying, "Okay, let's actually bring this fool back to life." You it's know, so weird to me. It's so weird to me, like how he went just from like, "I'm going to kill him," to, and, you know, I understand that he can learn, like, "Oh, that was a wrong decision." But like, Batman is somebody who should kind of be wary about joining a team and stuff. He loves to work alone, right? right. And I would have loved to have seen that aspect of the character, right? Superman should be the one guy. Like again, the one like, who, right? <laughs> like, yeah. There's there's a certain way that I see characters and ha- how I would imagine them to kind of be incorporated in a story, and yeah. I just I just didn't buy it. And we call that that way we see it the Bruce Tim perspective. Yeah. You know, because that show is still. I mean, that show kicks the ass of these films. Seriously, like uh, my God. Watch the first two episodes. They're 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 game changing. You know, they, absolutely. They compete with most movies today. Just the storytelling that they were able to They're accomplish. He- they, yeah. they were ahead of their time. They totally. did what Marvel... I'm, I guarantee you Marvel also watched that shit. I'm, I'm sure of it movies. as well. I'm sure of it as well. You know, like, <laughs> but that's what I'm saying. Like, I just... I think DC has people, the higher-ups, that don't really understand how important these characters are. Or don't are. care. Don't really care. Yeah. They just want to see those dollar signs. Yeah. Um, But I think they're starting to learn now. Because with the success of Wonder Woman and Aquaman and Shazam... I've noticed that 
they're really focusing on their characters and getting them right and finding filmmakers who will actually care to right. read those comics. And also, because we're talking about a team right now, mm-hmm. you know, different characters, they just announced that. Uh, or they announced a while back that Ezra Miller was going to be writing mm-hmm. the script for Shazam. Yeah, I don't know how he is as a screenplay, you know, guy. Mm-hmm. But um, I think th- he's writing with with uh oh with um Grant, Grant Morrison. Morrison. Well, see, there you go. Like that's a guy who wants the movie to be made. Mm-hmm. You know, that's a dude who you can tell has a lot of enthusiasm for the character. Yeah. So that leads to your point of yeah, their DC is getting their shit together. Right. You know, my only caution with that is i'm worried that ezra miller has his take on the character and it's to be more serious it's to be that's because all of these dc characters that we started off with in the justice league they are snyder's vision of those characters right and so they need to find a way to kind of branch out of that because obviously they want to Mm -hmm. um, because those characters don't really work uh, with the watchman tone no. You know what I mean? And no. that's exactly what Justice League was until Joss Whedon until came Joss in and Whedon kind of came in, yeah. added a little bit of seasoning and stuff. Of to, Avengers. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Which it didn't work still, you know. And that's the thing about, like, I knew when Joss was going to, I knew when Joss was going to work on Justice League that the hardcore fans would be like, that's why this movie sucks because of what Joss did. So yeah. It's like, called Justice League now. And I was like, I knew that was going to happen. I knew they were going to find some way to, if this movie didn't turn out well, that they would blame it on somebody else other than the main director, the director that's on the credit or, of the film. Or the producers. Yeah. The people who hired Joss Whedon. Yeah. You're going to, how are you going to blame a, a, a nail when the hammer's the one who put him in there? Yeah. You know? So that's unfortunate. But well, back to Flash. Right. I need him to be funny. I need him to be funny. I, I just want the movie to be witty, funny, charming, confident. Well, hopefully you know? Ezra can bring that in the script. Yeah. Because I think... And I want Grant him to Mor- run right. Right. Yeah. No, I don't know what that was. <laughs> I think Grant Morrison is going to bring the intellect to The Flash. Yeah. Um, if you've read any of his stuff, you already know that the dude's a very insightful and cerebral writer. Mm-hmm. You know? So hopefully they don't pull a, a Jeff Johns, Ben Affleck situation here. You know? Uh, hopefully they actually... Make something that works. I heard they they just got a new director on that movie. You know, mm-hmm. uh, I don't know who the guy is, but apparently they're trying to get that thing going. Um, oh, they're talking about Andy Muschietti, the director of It. Oh, all right. Well, there you go. And it was a fun movie. You mm-hmm. know, it it w- <laughs> it was funny when it should have been scary. Mm-hmm. So hopefully, this is funny when it should be funny. You know, mm-hmm. uh, the Flash film. Um, I don't know. Do you see a Justice League two happening at some point? I don't want I don't want a Justice League until I'm happy with the roster of characters. Mm. That's what I want. I, I I need them to I need them to get Superman right. I need to figure out what's going on with Batman and Robert Pattinson. I need to figure out their new direction, what they're gonna do with this story. Right. Are they gonna do Flashpoint? Are they gonna reboot this? Are they gonna soft reboot it? It's gonna be wild. I don't know. I'm exceptionally happy with Wonder Woman, Aquaman, and Shazam. Those three characters I wanna see in the Justice League movie because they have proven to be great characters Mm -hmm. well you know the justice league originally started just with wonder woman uh aquaman green Mm -hmm. lantern flash Mm -hmm. martian manhunter you know and batman and superman were added later uh which was you know the missing elements you know Mm -hmm. but i think that the fact that it started there shows that it can be it can be done Mm -hmm. you know without them until they start figuring out what they want i agree with you i wouldn't want them to start doing a justice league movie without a Batman or a Superman. Yeah. But 
I mean, that seems like the, like the two guys, the two main guys are like, we're out, you know, mm-hmm. Henry Cavill and Ben Affleck, which is wild to me in the first, in any way, you yeah. know, I'm like, what the hell? Like, I mean, what does that show you? you I two, don't know. Some, two of the biggest actors as two of the biggest characters in superhero fandom. Yeah. And they're out. They're, they're and, done. And they couldn't be happier. You know, if you watch and, a ben, yeah. if you watch an interview with Ben Affleck on Jimmy Kimmel, he's yeah. like, I'm not Batman. Yeah, I'm out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. And he's happy as ever. You know, it's the happiest we've seen him. Yeah, I know. Ever since he was... Ca- and I don't blame him. I don't blame him for for being happy now. Mm-hmm. Look at his... Look at what happened to him. He got his ass chewed out the moment he was announced as Batman. People, chew, you know, hated on him for years, started petitions against his ass. Mm-hmm. Like, that's kind of happening with Robert Pattinson right now, but not to the same extent as yeah. Ben Affleck. Ben Affleck went through the, the damn ringer mm-hmm. back when Man of Steel came out, and he was announced a couple months after. And then, guess what else happened? They loved him when, when they saw the first image of him as Batman. Right. They loved it. They were like, oh, I have faith. I faith. There were still some haters, but hey, there was more <laughs> love than not, right? The movie comes out. He's he's the best Batman ever. <laughs> the best Batman ever. Oh, also Ben Affleck, when's your movie coming out? The one you're going to write, star, direct, produce, cater, and everything else in. Mm-hmm. The one that you have to make. You have to make this shit for us now, Ben. You know? Because you're, you're the best Batman ever. And Ben's just like, oh shit, what's going on, man? Like, I just, can, so can I make Live by Night now? You know, can I, can I actually make movies I want to make? No, fuck you, dude. You don't get to make anything else other than Batman. Because you're not Ben Affleck anymore. You're Batman. You have a role to play for us now. And then, guess, then he started drinking. He started losing <laughs> his mind. He went to rehab. He became a meme, you know? Aff- uh, sad Affleck was a big thing for him. Yeah, he went through divorce. He went through divorce. You know, he's not talking to Kevin Smith. And everyone started losing their minds on him. They were like, oh, so what's going on with Batman? And this dude couldn't catch a damn break. Couldn't catch a damn break. Hey, uh, Anna Kendrick, that's her name, right? Anna Kendrick's right next to you. Cast her as Batgirl. Cast her as Batgirl, Ben. And he's like, oh, Jesus Christ. What's going on with the script? Oh, I just need an idea. Hey, why aren't you writing shit, Ben? (laughs) What's going on with that? He's like, okay, I'm looking for a graceful exit. And he found it. And now he's just becoming Ben again. Mm Mm-hmm. He's leaving Ben Aff- or uh, the Batman persona to be Ben Affleck once again. Ben begins, <laughs> right? <laughs> you know, and then people start just. I don't like that about culture, dude. I think that is so part of the cynicism we're talking about. But it's an eat you up culture. It's like you're gonna give us what we want you to give us, no matter what. Hey, we're paying you, right? You're Ben. A- you're not Ben Affleck anymore. You're fucking Batman, and now. I mean, that's part of it. And that's part of why I'm happy that he left. Because if he had stayed, imagine where he'd be at this point, you know? Could have possibly, and this might be, you know, inappropriate to say, but it could have been a Heath Ledger situation. Mm -hmm. You never know. This type of pressure, it consumes people in ways that a lot of people, you know, quote unquote regret, but they were the ones who fucking carried out the deed, you know? Yeah. It's like, oh, five years now, let's say, God forbid, Ben Affleck suffered like a heart attack because of the stress of this shit, right? Mm -hmm. Five years later, the same people who complained about him, loved him, and heckled him are writing, rest in peace, may you live on forever on YouTube comments. Yeah. You know? Look, guys, if you have nothing nice to say... Go fuck yourself. (laughs) No, if you have nothing nice to say, don't say it. (laughs) And the thing is... And here's another truth. I see a lot of DC fans talking about MCU more than they do about DC. (laughs) At least hating on it, right? You know? They can't get it out of their mouth. (laughs) Right. Well, it's because they're doing it so good. Like, why shouldn't I like the MCU? Yeah. They do good shit. 
Look at what they did this year alone. Yeah. So focus your energy on elsewhere if you don't like the MCU. You know, if you don't like anybody that opposes Snyder, but right. You know, that's not even a thing. That's not a thing. People don't hate Snyder because he's Snyder. Because of the movies no. he makes. Yeah. They don't. Ha- they don't even hate him because of the movies he makes. They just dislike what sometimes he does. You know, with the characters. You know, yeah. Look, if you hate the M- if you hate the MCU, keep it out of your mouth. Well, I mean, uh, I mean, people can say what they want. They just uh, and let them say it, right? Their words are going to eat them alive. Mm-hmm. You know, if they say some shit like, like, oh, I hate Superman, but I love Captain America, or some yeah. something like that. I mean, it, you know, uh, that's gonna that's just how they feel, and they look stupid to everyone else. It's just funny. You know? Like, if you say you hate something, or like. Why do you give it attention? Don't give it attention. Like, I've said my things with Man of Steel. These right. are some things I don't like. These are some things I love. That's it. I, I don't I don't talk negatively about Man of Steel on my free time. You know what I mean? Well, um, I don't know. I mean, conversation happens as a part of life. And, you know, there are things about Man of Steel I don't like. And yeah. I'll, I'll talk to someone about it. But, but you're not going out of your way to be like... Oh, just br- like hammering it. Yeah, like, <laughs> you're not going out of your way to... I'll only do that with Robert. <laughs> yeah exactly you know but that even even with that my brother my brother loves man of steel right loves it right you know and well that's what i'm saying even when you talk to him about it like all we can do is disagree at the very end yeah exactly but you're you're just having fun with him you know like you guys are having fun with each other there's there's like um just this friendly energy when mm-hmm. you guys talk about it you know right. even though you really dislike it and stuff right <laughs> there's ways to go about it and i just wish it would be the latter with the majority of people that they could find it in themselves to not take other people's words to heart right. and just worry about how they feel about something. And Well, it's because it's all over social media. Yeah. And when you're reading it, you know, there's no tone, there's no inflection in the voice, yeah. there's no vibe. You know, you're going to read it the way you're feeling at the time, separate from other people. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people are angry, you know, so I, they're angry when they're reading yeah. that shit. I would love to see... A, we're gonna talk about Superman again, but just <laughs> just for one sentence, I, I would actually love to see Superman take on investigative journalism and, in a movie. Uh, yeah, and like uh, truth mm. in news and stuff, and how it can affect the world globally. I think that'd be really cool. We got a little taste of that in Far From Home in terms of fake news and truth. I would love to see how Brainiac's s- the one in you know in. Uh, messing with technology that'd be pretty cool actually yeah. like get a flavor of that social media injustice truth kind of um way that people consume news and stuff brainiac rigged the election yeah dude that'd be he, crazy he made it look like it was the russians <laughs> yeah but like that could be a theme and then brainiac could actually be the like the villain he, he doesn't have to tie into the whole new social media fake news kind of stuff election or whatever but he could be the villain which again superman would have to use his mind and stuff so right that'd be really cool yeah um i don't know what else to, i mean we talked a lot about superman <laughs> and the justice league and everything this is this is a crazy justice league podcast i think that the main thing that uh the main fault right and where i want them to, to correct themselves mm-hmm. if they would correct themselves when it comes to justice league i would hope that they just there's nothing wrong with looking at what marvel did mm-hmm. and saying that's a good idea there's nothing wrong with doing that because guess what? It made all the money, you know? It made all the money, billions of, of dollars, endgame, mm-hmm. you know? It didn't, you know, it didn't happen like that because 
oh, people are brainwashed. It's because Marvel took a smart uh, foundation and approached it in a smart way. You know, they said these Avengers films, they need to be events. Mm -hmm. They can't just be messes like and people might disagree like oh well age of ultron was a mess well it wasn't to the extent of something like justice league all right dude Mm -hmm. you know like let's let's be real here you can't watch justice league and and i'm talking about justice league the shit they released in the theater right you're never going to convince me that's a good film all right okay like on a technical level i was laughing during the film not because i'm better than the film not because i'm better than the filmmakers but because it was so inept the way it was stitched together. Mm-hmm. It was stitched together with floss, dental floss, you know? And the fact that you can tell when there are reshoots and the lighting is different and it looks like it's on a completely different sound stage, not a set, a sound stage, you know? And you can tell like by uh, different shots, that's, that's poor quality. Mm-hmm. People paid money for this, you know? You have to deliver. I think that's... The fact that they actually released that into the theater instead of saying, okay, look, let's put it on hold. Let's put the movie on indefinite hold until Zach can come back. You know, that's the right thing to do. You know, they released the cut of Justice League for money and they're going to release the Snyder cut for money. It's the same reason Marvel did that thing with uh, Avengers post credit scene. It's not going to be for you, the fans. It's going to be for the money. They see there's a market for it. And honestly... I don't picture the Snyder Cut being that much better than what we got. Just because I don't like these movies. I don't like the tone. I don't like the messages of them. I don't like the fake, the the false emotion that it's built upon. Yeah. You know, I don't like that. And, I mean, we heard him say a a comment on superheroes, you know. Right. These heroes kills. Wake wake the F up. Yeah. In real life, these heroes would kill. Wake the F up. Wake the F up. You know, don't dream. And it's like, nah, I want to be a dreamer and stuff, you know? And those comments reflect his movies for sure. Right. And it wor- It may work for Watchmen. Watchmen, it, it just, yes. It, it just doesn't work for Superman. It doesn't work for... Or, the, or Batman, or Justice no. League, or Flash, or Aquaman, or All Wonder of Woman, them. The universe. You know? That's the DC universe now. Mm. Right? Like, that's... Now people have this perception that DC is dark. They're the dark one. Yeah, not everybody's Joker, you know? Yeah, right. Yeah, (laughs) exactly. And and so it's like, after watching Justice League, like, I I was upset because I love these characters so much, you know? I want to see them do better than what Marvel's doing right now. They they should, right? I mean, they're they're the Justice League. Yeah. In what world (laughs) does the Avengers movie get made is good, is a big success, before Justice League, yeah, so, and and this is a multiverse right now. It's crashing. Beyond my <laughs> anger, right? Ultimately, it's just sadness. Like, yes, I want to see these heroes ride into the sunset. Let's get some intelligent people backing and investing in these <laughs> movies. Honestly, get like, your man so, Bruce Tim. I'm telling you, I don't know why they haven't called that dude yet. Honestly, like that's such a no brainer. You yeah. know. That's such a note. He's a Kevin Feige. He's of that level, you know? You get the showrunners of those mm-hmm. original shows who were so tight on continuity, you know, it, it was ridiculous. You know, the DC animated universe is a cinematic equivalent to the MCU. Yeah. They uh, released that image of Darkseid and yeah. the anti-life equation. What did you think about that image and would it have changed your excitement in seeing 
No. That's not your cat. No, it wouldn't have. It, it doesn't, actually. Um, it just kind of confirms my fears that Justice League, anyway, would have been a mess. Mm-hmm. Honestly. And that's not me... I'm not trying to be prejudicial about it. I'm not coming in with bias saying that. I'm talking about the movies that have been made, where that was the case. You know, Batman vs Superman is a massive a film, in in a way in the way that it's edited, in the way that the characters are juggled in that film. Like, no, just no. You know, and Justice League I think would have been another one of those films mm-hmm. if it was completed with you know the whole Zack snyder take now it's a mess for a completely different reason you know then i think it would have just been another batman versus superman and people would have been complaining more people would have been arguing even more i think people would have been probably getting shot and you know like it, this yeah. shit is crazy yeah how I, did you feel i mean i saw it and i was just kind of like all right and that's not something i should be feeling when i Look at one, <laughs> right? of, the, one right. of the greatest DC villains ever in Dark Side. Yeah, you know? doesn't it feel rushed? I, I mean, so again, super rushed. Especially and, now that we have Thanos. Yeah. Right. And I, I saw what they did with Doomsday. I saw what they did with Steppenwolf. And if they would have done that for Dark Side, I mean, it just would have been a disappointment, in my opinion. I, I don't think the visual effects would have been ready. I don't think the motivation would have been strong enough. No. And again. It would have been. It would have felt too rushed. After they beat Darkseid, okay. What's What's next? What's next? Yeah, <laughs> like right. what could possibly be next? He's supposed to be the ultimate baddie, right? You know, the he's, big, the big guy. He He's the doom of right. DC. There are bigger, you know, in terms of like power level. Let's say there are bigger mm-hmm. threats, maybe. But you know, the idea is that Darkseid is the ultimate evil in the universe. Yeah. Right. So they take care of that in their what their first film. They take care of that in their. That's why I don't like the the new 52 when justice league started the first volume is them dark taking side, out yeah. dark side you know <laughs> i don't like that you build someone like dark side up other than what makes him different than any other monster mm-hmm. at that point you know if if they take him out on the first go right who cares <laughs> no who cares i think that's ridiculous and i think we've relieved enough stress i mean not too much because i don't think either of us are super tired mm. but it's nearly been an hour of Justice League talk. <laughs> so, guys, what did you think about the discussion? Are you pissed? At- You're probably pissed listening to this. Um- <laughs> and it- Get real! They turned it off in the first two minutes. Yeah, it's That's true. No, no one's open-minded. Get real! All right, everybody. I am Julius. And I'm Angel. What do you think about the DC discussions? Next month, it's going to be a whole new start of a whole new year, and we'll be talking... Once again about Batman. At the beginning of this series, we talked about Batman. Next month, we're going to be talking about his protege, Nightwing. Ew, I, I can't wait for that one. Uh, everybody, it's been three years of the GOAT podcast. Please subscribe because we're trying to make it to 3,000 subscribers. And we need your help to do so. After that, it'll be 30,000, 30 million, trillion thousand, billion zillion. You get the idea. The anti-life equation we're trying to get to. Uh, <laughs> goodbye, everybody. Peace out. The GOAT Podcast is proof you don't have to look any further for movie news, reviews, trailer reactions, or special discussions. Subscribe, get notified about what's going on, and I promise you'll be entertained by our daily content on YouTube. If you want more, we're on Twitter at GOAT Film Podcast, Instagram The GOAT Podcast, and The GOAT Movie Group on Facebook. Get connected with us, see what's happening, and make sure to love it while you're doing so.